So one of the things that uh, we saw yesterday is uh, Congress uh, talking to, uh, you know, university heads and saying, what are you doing on your campuses? Because you are not protecting your students, your Jewish students, against the rampant anti-Semitism that is all over campus. And then they, um, Mike Johnson, the Speaker of the House, did a mini press conference where they had four different students from four different schools, Penn, MIT, NYU, and Harvard Law, all Jewish students, come out and kind of explain what they had been encountering. And I just thought what they said was so powerful, so important to be said, to hear their direct testimony. And again, all I've played two of them earlier in the show, and there one one now and one again at 8 o'clock, the fourth one. But this is Talia Khan. She's a Jewish student at MIT talking about what she's personally experienced on campus. The MIT administration, namely President Sally Kornbluff, has failed to address the crisis of rampant anti-Semitism on campus. There is a radical anti-Israel group at MIT called the CAA. In recent weeks, the CAA's anti-Semitic rhetoric has shifted the culture on campus to such an extreme of intolerance that 70% of MIT's Jewish students polled feel forced to hide their identities and perspectives. An Israeli student whose identity and personal info was sold online for a bounty has not left his dorm room in weeks out of fear due to death threats. Just try to imagine being at university and that being the experience. You know, you're doing your dream. I mean, MIT, for goodness sakes, it should be the dream of a lifetime. And this is the experience you have because of rampant anti-Semitism on campus and a failure by the university to protect you and make sure that you know that you are safe even while things like this might be going on. For my part, I was forced to leave my study group for my doctoral exams halfway through the semester because my group members told me that the people at the Nova Music Festival deserved to die because they were partying on stolen land. After a postdoc at MIT said that Jewish Israelis want to enslave the world in a global apartheid system, he falsely claimed that Israel harvests Palestinian organs and implied that the, quote, average Israeli is a Nazi. The DEI officer of his department replied by telling us that nothing he said was hate speech and that the organ harvesting conspiracy theory was, quote, confirmed. What? I mean, this is like this goes back to the medieval times, these kinds of crazy allegations, these, again, anti-Semitic conspiracy allegations that we know how that boiled up in at least one part of history not that long ago. And the DEI person, the diversity, equity, and inclusion person who's theoretically there to protect minorities and work against, you know, a hateful environment, the only ones they're not going to protect are Jews, apparently, because, oh, no. That's confirmed. Jews are definitely stealing organs from people. What? Day after day, the MIT administration has failed to enforce its own rules on anti-Semitic actors, such as the interfaith chaplain intimidating Jewish students, DEI staff publicly declaring that Israel has no right to exist, faculty dismissing student concerns for their safety by telling them that if they are scared, they should just go back to Israel. What would happen if um, anybody employed by MIT told a, uh, a Chinese student, just just go back to China? 
or told a black student, you know, you just go back to Africa. Well, here they're telling a Jewish student, just go back to Israel if you don't feel safe here. Of course, the irony of that is they don't want Israel to exist either. Right? I mean, that's just it's unbelievable. President Cornbluff, please let me go back to being a scientist. Let me go back to being a student. I don't want to have to keep advocating for Jewish student safety on campus. It's not my job. It's your job. Please do your job and act now. And if you can't, I'm asking Congress to do it for you. Thank you. 7.15 here on News Radio 92.3. I, uh, I, I feel now the same way I felt when I first listened to these comments yesterday and, you know, recorded them and cut them up into clips. I'm like, I, I just don't have anything to add. If, if this doesn't just revolt you, it's just I'm not sure what we can talk about. And again, I am very protective of free speech, of wild, divergent, wicked viewpoints. People can say things almost without limit in my world, almost without limit. But if you are not doing your job of denouncing them or of providing safety and security and comfort to students who are being harassed in this way systematically on your campus, my God, what are you doing as an administrator? 716 here on News Radio 923. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Okay, my map is starting to light up. Bear with me. Um, let me go back here. I 10 eastbound uh, on the uh, on the bridge, on the Scambia Bay Bridge, getting over towards Milton. There is an accident with a roadblock. Uh, or actually, it's a disabled vehicle with roadblock there on I 10 eastbound, uh, going over the water on the bridge there, headed towards Milton. Um, let's see. Let's get back to my notes. Sorry. Uh, front gate NAS is backed up to Gulf Beach Highway. Uh, Mobile Highway, a little slowdown in both directions in front of Beulah Elementary School with uh, kiddos being dropped off for class. Westbound on Fairfield at W Street, uh, there is a collision and crews are on the scene right now. So please use caution going through that intersection of, of Fairfield and, and W Street. Uh, Highway 29 South is congested in both directions between Tahar and West Fairfield. Um, and I think that's all I've got so far. If you uh, have traffic info to report, keep those traffic tips coming in. Our traffic tip line is 437-1620. This is News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable, and this traffic report is brought to you by New South Windows Solutions. You know, when you um, get ready to buy or sell a home and you think about getting good professional services, here's what I recommend. I, you know me. I always say, hey, try a couple of different people. It's fine. No big deal. It's always good to, you know, if you're going to, you know, work with somebody on a professional basis and you're talking about thousands of dollars and you ought to probably talk to a few different people. But just make sure on your list that you've got Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leaven Rinky Realty. You know, you've got your 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 buddy, Doug, you know, who sells homes. And that's fine. I mean, talk to Doug. It doesn't. No problem. Um, you might have somebody else you kind of heard about or somebody recommends from church or whatever. And that's all fine, too. Just make sure Christina's on that list. And then you talk to all three of them, and then you decide what makes sense to you based on track record, based on what they think they can get for your home, what they're likely to do, or if you're buying, you know, what kind of a situation they think you can they can help you get into. And you just pay attention to what they say. That's all I'm saying. You know, put up a fair competition, talk to two or three, and then see who makes sense to you. And if at the end of the day, you know, Doug 
No offense, Doug, if you're a real estate agent, but Doug seems like the one to go with who sold four homes last year. Great. I mean, great. Seriously, great. Doug's got to make a living, too. Or if Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Ranky Realty, who sold 233 homes, makes more sense to you, then, again, you know, you do what makes sense to you. That's all I'm saying. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Levin Ranky Realty. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Have you ever made a spiritual bucket list? In Proverbs 30, a man named Agur makes his spiritual bucket list. He asks God to grant him two things before he dies, and his prayer is the only prayer listed in the entire book of Proverbs. The first thing Agur asks for is that God would remove from him anything that would hinder his walk with God, such as vanity or lying. Secondly, Agur requests that God would not give him anything that would hinder his relationship with God, such as poverty or even wealth. More than anything, Agur just wants to be pleasing to God. So what's on your spiritual bucket list? Let your list be all about pleasing God. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Gulf Coast businesses are estimated to lose over $100,000 to email scams. I'm Nathan with Data Revolution, and this is your cybersecurity tip of the month. It's the season of giving, but criminals know you are more likely to click a malicious link if it looks like a good deal. Be wary of all marketing emails, and your bank account will thank you. Businesses along the Gulf Coast trust Data Revolution for their cybersecurity and communications needs. Google Data Revolution Pensacola for more information. Join Darren McIntyre, Artistic Director of Ballet Pensacola, with two of this year's Nutcracker Ballet dancers, Cooper and Savannah, on the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow. Experience this classic holiday ballet at the Sanger Theater. Tickets sell out fast. Available at Ticketmaster or PensacolaSanger.com. Tune in and call or text your questions to 850-437-1620 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Dave Ramsey Show, weeknights 7 to 10, before WEAR TV News on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. You gotta ask me nicely. I see what the media is doing now. I will put a montage together. They want to call you a dictator. You use the words, I am your retribution. And now before that, you said if you've been wronged and you used other words as well. But I want to be very, very clear on this. To be clear, do you in any way have any plans whatsoever, if reelected president, to abuse power, to break the law, to use the government to go after people? You mean like they're using right now? So in the history of our country, What's happened to us, again, has never happened before. Over nonsense, over nothing, made up charges. I often say Al Capone, he was one of the greatest of all time, if you like criminals. He was a mob boss, the likes of which Scarface, they call him. And he got indicted once. I got indicted four times. So, there's a lot of interesting stuff in there. I think one of the problems that you run into with analyzing former President Trump is he, he defies analysis in a lot of ways. You know, there's nothing that can really be made sense of here in this way. 
What if he had just said, oh, no, I'm not going to, you know, retaliate? Well, he'd get called a liar because people would say, yeah, well, he's a liar all the time and we can't trust him when he says no. So the sort of hollow allegation that, well, why didn't he just deny it? Why didn't he just say he wouldn't do it? Well, because you wouldn't believe him then either, <laughs> you know? So, I, I mean, that's fair. So why doesn't he just say no? Well, could be because he does intend to be retaliatory and abusive and dictatorial when he gets into office. I mean, that's one possibility, right? I mean, he even said, well, they've done it to us. So, And he said before, you know, payback is fair, tit for tat is fine. You know, we're going to do it back to them and teach them a lesson. Um, that's one of the things that distinguishes him from DeSantis or, you know, Haley or Christie is that they have uh, more respect for the rule of law than he has expressed, okay, uh, in this regard. So, but again, what's your analysis going to be? He's bandwagoning a little bit here. He's saying, you know, they've abused us because the attacks on me are an attack on you. He views himself as, a, you know, an embodied expression of the will of his supporters, right? That's clear. He said that. And, of course, when, you know, he put on Truth Social not that long ago uh, that MSNBC uses free government-approved airwaves. They don't. They're cable. That's not over the air. The FCC does not regulate that in any way. Uh, and yet it is nothing but a 24-hour hit job on Donald J. Trump and the Republican Party for purpose of election interference. It's the world's biggest political contribution of the radical left Democrats who, by the way, are destroying our country. Our so-called government should come down hard on them and make them pay for their illegal political activity. Much more to come. Watch. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so calling for a crackdown on MSNBC is not, you know, does not smell heavily of the First Amendment. Um, also, the FCC doesn't have any regulatory authority over them. Um, In-kind contribution is a kind of an interesting angle, but then you'd start to have to go down analyzing every comment by every host on any station or a newspaper and how that, I mean, it's just we're not going to do law like that, right? So that's a kind of a silly view of the law. But Again, he's given evidence to his critics that he leans toward that abuse of power, right? They're not coming up with this out of nothing. And he's said stuff, you know, make them be silent. And he's investigated, wanted to investigate Saturday Night Live, for goodness sakes. Like, what? You know, what? Okay, but then Sean Hannity, for his credit, uh, comes back to this topic and presses him again. And this is the clip that's been, you kind of heard on the news all over the day, uh, all over the place today. I want to go back to, to this one issue, though, because the media has been focused on this and attacking you yeah. under no circumstances. You are promising America tonight. You would never abuse power as retribution against anybody. Except for day one. Except Look, what? He's going crazy. Except for day one. Meaning? I want to close the border and I want to drill. That's drill, not a that's, drill. That's not, oh, no. that's not retribution. I got I'm it. gonna be I'm gonna be, you know, he keeps <laughs> we love this guy. He says, You're not gonna be a dictator, are you? I said, no, 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 other than day one. We're closing the border and we're drilling, drilling, drilling. After that, I'm not a dictator, so that, okay? That, which of course was not the question. But then again, you know, if somebody, if you really believe somebody's planning to be a dictator, what, what answer do you expect them to give? Well, you're not going to be a dictator, though, right? No, no. I mean, of course not. And so then you want, I mean, because a real dictator would just deny, right? <laughs> and so when he kind of flirts with it for effect, for news clicks, for getting played on, you know, the Pensacola Morning News and all over the nation over the last 24 hours. Is he doing that because it plays to the crowd who cheers him? That's scary. Is he doing it because it'll get him heard and get exposure? Is he doing it because he doesn't want to answer the question directly? Again, it kind of defies analysis, right? I I would say this. I would say, The one thing I will say is 
I feel comfortable claiming that everything Donald Trump is doing right now is in the interest of getting elected. So I don't know what of any of it you can take seriously apart from that objective. 727 News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? Okay, Mobile Highway, a little slowdown in both directions in front of Beulah Elementary School this morning for that school zone. Westbound on Fairfield um, at W Street, there is a vehicle collision there. Crews are on the scene in that intersection. Uh, Highway 90 westbound through Pace in front of the McDonald's just before the causeway. There is a, uh, a minor accident there. FHP just got on the scene. Highway 29 south in both directions between Tahar and West Fairfield just completely blocked up. Uh, this traffic report is brought to you by Executive Landscaping. Executive Landscaping celebrating 40 years in business on the Gulf Coast. Call us today for all your commercial and premium landscaping needs. If you see anything else out there, let us know. 437-1620. News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Six people have died. Two police officers were hurt after a shooting spree in Texas. Authorities there say the suspect uh, killed four people in Austin and injured two officers. And then the same gunman is uh, believed to be responsible for two deaths in San Antonio. SAG after union members have now voted officially to ratify their contract. That move means the longest labor battle in Hollywood history is officially over. They had a 118-day strike that was suspended in early November, and Time Magazine is out with their Person of the Year. And it's Taylor Travis Swift. Kelsey? Oh, well, at least it's not Putin. <laughs> it's uh, Taylor Swift. She was chosen over eight other finalists, including King Charles III, and apparently Barbie was uh, was also a finalist. Interesting. Uh, the magazine awards the title, it says, to the individual group or concept that has had the most influence on people. Yeah, I would say King Charles II would be way down this list. I oh, mean, yeah. you know, basically what he did is his mom died. I mean, you know, that's right. right? Okay. And uh, But Barbie would be kind of an interesting one. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. Uh, 729 here on News Radio 92.3. It is the 6th of December. That is a day that everyone here in Pensacola remembers very, very vividly. Four years ago, about a half hour ago at this time, we got a call from Commissioner Jeff Bergash. My employees that go in early that are already in, uh, on, on site on the base in our annex have told me that they are on an, an active shooter drill and that they're locking the building down. They just called me. I was wondering what was going on. I'm sitting in traffic like I've never seen. Saw a couple cars go by and then I got that call. And then there's been a tremendous amount of activity in the last five to eight minutes. I mean, I'm talking about there's probably more than 25. That was right up against the end of the hours. You could hear the outro music, as you could hear the outro music there playing. And then we immediately, you know, got a hold of um, uh, NAS Pensacola Public uh, Affairs Officer Jason Bortz, talked with him, tried to find out what was really, you know, what was really going on. So I can tell you right now, we do have a report of an active shooter we blocked down the base while we're investigating the situation and get everything under control and make sure everything is safe. At this point, I would strongly advise anybody to stay away from the base right now. You're not going to be able to get on, and it's going to be uh, a little while until we can open up the gates. And, of course, the Scammy County Sheriff's Office showed up, and... Uh, as the mayor said, I want to assure our community that the, the threat has been negated. The threat has been negated, Sheriff David Morgan at the time. Four years ago this morning. Fox News, I'm CJ Papa. Four are dead in Austin, Texas. Two others killed in San Antonio. Austin Interim Police Chief Robin Henderson. We strongly believe one suspect is responsible 
for all of the incidents. Cops say that man in custody charged with capital murder. The carnage began Tuesday morning. Officials say an Austin school police officer was shot at a high school in a targeted attack. Parents worried about their kids. And you're sure here is a mom. It was like, oh, my baby, come on. Oh, my God, it was. I was happy. No reports of injuries at the school. The Israeli military striking in Gaza over 250 targets over the last 24 hours. From the destruction in Gaza's second largest city of Han Yunus, Israeli forces are operating throughout that area as they continue to go after Hamas leadership. Fox's Trey Yanks in southern Israel. And Donald Trump skipping tonight's Republican presidential debate in Alabama. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 at News Radio 92.3. Right now it is 47 degrees, mostly clear skies in Pensacola today. Pensacola's mayor shedding light on just how quickly business has boomed at the Pensacola International Airport. All you need to do is look at the current city master plan. 3,400 spaces. The master plan called for 3,400 spaces in 2032. Um, and when we're done with the 400 spaces in uh, by the summer, the surface lot that we're working on, that would put us, of course, at about 3,800, which is what it calls for in 2035. Anybody who's been to the airport lately knows how frustrating it can be to find parking there. The city is adding 400 more spaces for a total of 3,800 parking spaces this summer, which is what the master plan would have called for in the year 2035. Reeves says one of his top legislative priorities is to get funding for the airport's expansion. The design phase for the new terminal is already underway. Two people are facing charges after a flight out of Orlando had to make an emergency landing yesterday in Jacksonville. That incident started with an argument between a man and a woman on a plane, uh, and the decision to land that plane was made after one of them apparently used the word bomb. The FBI was there when the plane landed. Both people were taken away in handcuffs. Governor Ron DeSantis announcing more than a billion dollars in tax relief yesterday. The governor unveiled his 2024 budget proposal. He says it'll reduce debt by cutting government jobs and it'll offer tax breaks on necessities like baby items and over-the-counter pet medication. The pet food has a tax holiday for this fiscal year. We made permanent this year all the tax relief on baby items. So none of the items that people need, none of that is taxed in Florida anymore. The focus on Florida's future budget also proposes a record of nearly $28 billion to go towards K-12 public education and $1.25 billion towards teacher salary increases. Florida senators part of an effort to discourage close ties between China and Iran. Senators Marco Rubio and Rick Scott co-sponsoring the Iran-China Accountability Act introduced yesterday in the Senate. That bill bans using taxpayer money to advance a nuclear agreement with Iran until they terminate their ties with China's government and terrorist groups like Hamas. Pensacola's mayor, uh, D.C. Reeves, says the city is set to take on a three-year effort to uh, make pay for city employees more competitive all across the board. At the end of the day, you know, if you look at the city of Pensacola, our wage index as a, as a community is lower than it needs to be. And so um, how can I ask private people in the private market to uh, reassess their wage index and that we don't set an example for that? Reeve says when the uh, city council meets later this month, they'll be voting on establishing new pay ranges for city employees. That's one step that needs to happen before line-by-line adjustments can be made. 
Reeve says not every city employee's salary has to be adjusted, but those that do should see about a 6.8% increase with the phased-in approach. 735 at News Radio, and let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Well, if you're traveling on West Fairfield this morning, uh, westbound at W Street, there's a vehicle collision reported at that intersection. Crews are on the scene. Highway 90 westbound through Pace in front of the McDonald's just before the causeway. An accident is being cleared there by FHP. Uh, Highway 29 south in both directions between Tahar and West Fairfield. That's what, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, Highway 29 south in both directions between Tahar and West Fairfield. Still very congested from an earlier fender bender. This traffic report is brought to you by super agents thinking about selling your house don't waste another day contact christina leavenworth and the leavenworth team today christina leavenworth.levenrinkyrealty.com keep your traffic tips coming into our traffic tip line 437-1620 this is news radio 92.3 informative local and dependable it is going to be a chilly day today. Temperatures topping out near 57 degrees in the afternoon, mostly sunny skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures getting on the cooler side. Temperatures dropping near 38 degrees. For Thursday, mostly sunny skies, high near 59. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 50. We'll have a chance of rain as we go into our Friday, 10% overall. Otherwise, mostly sunny skies, high near 67. Friday night, temperatures dropping near 63. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Warning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Warning Weather Center. 47 in Pensacola, 48 in Gulf Breeze, and 46 in Milton. Our next news at 8. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshinka with your money now. Eli Lilly says its recently approved weight loss treatment, ZepBound, is now available at pharmacies across the country serving as an alternative to rival obesity drugs such as Wagovi that are facing supply issues. ZepBound is the latest entrant to the budding weight loss drug market, which Wall Street expects to grow to about $100 billion by the end of the decade. Widespread shortages of Ozempic and Monjaro give ZepBound an opportunity to capture market share. Waymo, Alphabet's self-driving car unit, is having a relatively good couple of months, at least compared to one of its key rivals, GM's Cruise. Waymo has been operating in some capacity since 2009. Five years ago, the company launched what it built as the world's first commercial autonomous ride-hailing service in the metro Phoenix area, then last year expanded to San Francisco. The company soon plans to launch commercially in Austin and also recently began testing driving vehicles in the winter weather of Buffalo. On Wall Street, futures higher. That's your money now. The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Are you missing out? Affiliated Insurance is here to help. Nine million people are now eligible for low-cost health insurance. For some, much lower. Four out of five people pay $10 or less a month. Didn't qualify for assistance in the past year? You may now. Some people even qualify for plans as low as $0 a month. Why not you? Call 850-477-5840 to schedule an appointment with your Florida Blue agent today. Policies have limitations. Health insurance from Blue Cross and Blue Shield Florida, Inc. BBA Florida Blue. What does Christmas mean to you? 
Hey, Andrew McKay here, and at Christmas, what I think of is the original greatest miracle of God becoming flesh and living among us, a gift of incomparable size that we were given and out of appreciation for which we give gifts to each other. Merry Christmas. From all of us to all of you, Merry Christmas. News Radio 92.3. Formative, local, dependable. Good morning, 739 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Joining us now, we have Mayor D.C. Reeves uh, from the city of Pensacola. Mr. Mayor, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm doing great. I, I remember you kind of jokingly said at the last city council meeting something to the effect of, well, you know, this is a quick, light one, but next month, man, <laughs> get ready. So next week's city council meeting, if I read it right, you're going to have the red light camera pre-ordinance, you know, kind of the, the ordinance that would make it possible to eventually have red light cameras. Uh, you're going to have the ordinance controlling traffic safety, what some people would view as a panhandling ordinance, but what you're you know, presenting as an ordinance to improve public safety and prevent people from getting hurt. Uh, on the side of the road when they're, you know, interfering with car traffic, that kind of thing. Um, you've got the building height uh, changes, and then you're going to have the pay scale pre, pre-work pre to try to set up the possibility of giving um, this 6.8, not across the board, but in the aggregate pay raise to the city of Pensacola. So light meeting next Thursday? I do what I say I'm going to do, Andrew. <laughs> you know, I, I promise a busy meeting, and that's what we're going to get. Um, but, hey, you know, I, I think all everything you just uh, said are all uh, great really, you know, potentially transformative uh, right. uh, projects for our city uh, that I think make us safer, that certainly empower and, and, and compensate our employees fairly, that is, I really believe is long overdue, especially the folks making the least amount of money um, at our city and, and, and focusing on on quality, not quantity. We cut 30 vacant positions in order to do that, uh, to come make the government a little smaller, but with the hopes of making it more quality uh, in terms of uh, – you know, paying. And so, yeah, lots lot of things, I think, for our city. So, uh, yes, I will not promise that this meeting will be 30 minutes, if that's what you're asking. So, um, I, I want to talk about all of these as much as we can today, but this, um, the pay scale one, okay, I don't know how to put this into practice, but as a business owner, former business owner, I know you're going to know what I'm getting at here. It seems to me like one of the biggest defects of government service pay is that it is not tied to performance. It's tied typically to tenure or maybe to job responsibilities. And I have always thought if there were some way to put people on basically a performance commission or a some kind of a pay schedule where, you know, the base pay is like 20 grand, but then if you really hit your objectives, not based on how many hours you're in the office, but if you hit these objectives, you know, you make 60. And if you don't hit those objectives, well, you make 30. That then you get what you pay for as a entity, but you will also tend to incentivize the best employees to say to stay, and to disincentivize the worst employees and make them want to leave. And you'll really get a an efficient. Is there any way to do that? Am I just naive for thinking that's possible? Um, there is a way to do it, which is is bringing greater accountability to the to every department, and and that what because ultimately that that is very logical what you just described, but it also uh, sidesteps what's really important, which is. 
accountability, you know, across departments, across the mayor's office, across city administration, is that, um, you know, I really look at our strategy this way, which is the same outcome. It is really saying, look, we, we are in a battle with the private market, with other municipalities for talent, right? So what we pay for job X and someone else pays more, uh, then that makes it difficult to retain people that are quality right. people. It, it, it's difficult to get quality candidates. So, and then on top of that, when we look at the performance, let's just say the entire department, and we say, okay, well, um, how did you do this year? If every argument is undercut by saying, well, compensation's too low, we can't, we can't find quality people, right. well, then it, it makes it hard to hold accountability and outcomes. And so I think there's so many wins here. Number one, we have people who, who greatly deserve to make more money than they have, and we've done that by a study. We have, this is not D.C.'s opinion. This is an expert opinion that's come in and studied other municipalities, our job descriptions. It is a months-long process. So, um, so we've had an expert come in and say, These, this is what you should be paying. That's what's coming in to council, as you mentioned, those salary ranges that are going to be adjusted. But from there, we've got, to, we've got to take away saying, well, one of our biggest issues is that we aren't paying correctly. So we're going to, that's going to be gone, and we're going to say, all right, now we should be getting quality candidates. We should be able to retain these great people that we have uh, and have them not leave to go somewhere else. So really, this is a step about accountability across the organization. And, uh, and, and again, undercutting this thought that, well, what if, you know, or, and so, uh, you know, our wage index is low in the city of Pensacola, by the way, across our community. And, you know, I would rather set the example instead of telling other private businesses that they should pay more. Uh, why don't we set the example of saying we do need to raise the wage index here? And, um, and that's what we're going to do. And again, 75% of this, this uh, lift is going to people that make less than $60,000 a year. So, um, you know, I think there's a great step for us and it allows us, uh, allows the citizen to hold us more accountable uh, and, and certainly allows the organization uh, to be more accountable in 2024. I, I know you already kind of agree with me in principle. I know this is kind of what you're trying to accomplish, but I'll just kind of uh, at the risk of being um, condescending, I'm going to say it again, just a little bit different way. It, we all know people who do like, you know, John does three times as much work as Sam. Well, John ought yep. to get paid three yep. times as much as Sam. The salary range right. should not limit John. If he's and you know, honestly, if he gets it done in 25 hours a week and he doesn't want to do anymore, but he's done three times as much work as Sam. Let him work 25 hours a week and do the do three jobs. You know, like I want to those are the people yeah. I want to attract. And if I'm working in Okaloosa County and I find out that in Pensacola, I can double my salary in less time because they're going to pay me based on what I do instead of, well, you know, I do make more than the average here, but I'm not really getting paid what I'm worth. Those are the people that I want. And I, I know you agree with that. I just, you know, yeah. that's that's the that's the goal in my mind. And it's the same goal. What, it, that mechanism over 800 employees in 18 departments would be difficult. Sure. How do you measure? I get which that. Measurements there. So it, but but the outcome in my mind, the outcome should be the same, which is you empower, you promote the people that are accountable, that are your higher, highest performers, and, and then this paying correctly allows you. Let's say you have a low performer. Well, if if the job doesn't pay well, it's kind of hard for the department the department director may keep someone who's eroding the culture of the department, all that, just because they're worried they won't fill the position because it doesn't pay enough. Yeah. See, so those are the, those are the, the unintended consequences uh, on the wage scale as well. And so, um, so again, I think this is more accountability for, for department directors, for the mayor, uh, for, for our you know, entire organization, and it helps us be more competitive. I mean, at the end of the day, we want talented people keeping you safe, 
you know, uh, keep, keep maintaining the things that we have, building our new projects. We want talented people to do it. And yeah. so we, we, we can either put our head in the sand or we can decide that we want to be competitive. And that's what we're going to do. Uh, we're talking to Mayor D.C. Reeves, Mayor of Pensacola. Mr. Mayor, hang on for just a second. Let's get traffic on the fives from Jake first. If you're traveling on West Fairfield this morning, uh, westbound at W Street, there is a vehicle collision reported at that intersection, and crews are on the scene. Highway 29 South out of Cantonment, you got a slow roll all the way through Inslee. Highway 98 westbound in Tiger Point starting to back up at the light at Garson Point. Also, Highway 98 eastbound getting through Winhaven Beach, you got a little slowdown from the county line up to the Waffle House. Mobile Highway, a little slow southbound heading to Blue Angel Parkway. If you see anything out there slowing us down, 437-1620 is our traffic tip line. News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. Back to Mayor DC Reeves. And Mayor, I say this more for the listeners who might be asking the question. You're telling me, Andrew, you'd be willing to pay two or three times as much for a government worker as somebody else? I'm just like, yeah, because the end consumer, the citizen, is going to be so much happier in a culture where you pay and right. get results because they're going to be doing the jobs that people are going to appreciate them doing. Let's switch gears a little bit. Let's talk about this um, uh, street safety ordinance, what some people might say is a panhandling ordinance uh, based on their interpretation. It's different from the county, though, a little bit, right? Because the, the county is really focused on preventing people from standing in the median. Your ordinance is more focused on people not interfering with traffic by, for example, soliciting or holding out their hand or you know, something along those lines. Is that right? That's right. I, I, we believe that public safety starts with with uh, human interaction with the vehicle. That's so. That's what ours is really focused on: is whether you're in the inter- intersection, on the street corner, uh, in the median. Uh, same general concept, except ours is really tailored to um, interacting with vehicles. And yeah. the, the bottom line is, it doesn't matter age or race or your income. It doesn't matter. It, you know, my daughter will not be selling lemonade in the intersection. That's not allowed per this ordinance. Um, and, and it's the interaction with the vehicles, reaching your hand out, because remember, you're, you're from a public safety standpoint, it's not just the pedestrian or the someone who's uh, interacting with the vehicle. It's the it's the driver. It's the people in the driver's car, yep. and it's the driver and the people in the car behind them. I mean, that, that's so you start to have a negative impact across uh, many fronts uh, here. That that uh, you know, I, I didn't choose for that person in front of me to stop at a green light and interact with someone on the corner. And why should my safety decrease in that sense? And so um, this is really to protect drivers, vehicles, and pedestrians. Um, that, that That's not how we should be interacting with cars. The, the streets were built for cars to move, and, and that's what we have to be able to maintain. And so, you know, that's, um, so yeah, that's all we're No, that's for. a really I, – I like that. Uh, that way of approaching it, especially because it seems like that would immediately built in uh, protect First Amendment concerns because somebody wants to stand on the roadside and have a sign or yell or whatever, completely protected because they're not interacting with the car. On the other hand, no matter where they're standing, if they're interacting and impeding, then suddenly that be, I, you know, it seems to me like the county, they're taking they take this up tomorrow, uh, their version. It seems to me like the county ought to like switch gears and adopt your proposed ordinance might be more effective than theirs, but I'll talk with them about that tomorrow. Uh, very, very interesting. So that's all going to be next week. Um, wanna always, we always like to end with a lightning round, some quick questions for the mayor because they're always entertaining your answers. Um, you know, some There are certain expressions that are uh, irritating or like for me, things like, you know, it is what it is or give 110%, you know, because I know math. Uh, expressions like that bother me. Do you have a pet peeve expression that people use? Ooh, um, I, I, not one offhand. Uh, just 
overly cliche, but you know, I got to be careful what I say because I probably say some, and my department <laughs> directors are listening, being like, "Hey, I've got a list of the mayors right now." You know. <laughs> All right. If um, if I tell you you can have any food at all, any food type, all you can eat, DC Reeves, dream all you can eat is what food? Uh oh, man. Um, Probably steak. I know, you know, that's a that's a very uh, thirty nine year old male thing to say, I guess. But, but you know, just a big heaping pile of steak. I is, guess. is your all you can eat steak all different kinds of varieties, or do you have like a steak that you want the most? Yeah, I mean, look, if I'm if I'm stuck in one category, let's mix it up. You know. Okay, it's so a variety. Well, All right, I, I, I don't like that. Uh, last thing, and we talked about this yesterday a little bit, is um, in your garage. Assuming that you park your car in the garage. Do you lock the car inside the garage? Do you lock the door to the house inside the garage, presuming that the garage door is down? Um, you know, I think I've told you before, I've, I've got a lot of DC Reeves from Air regalia in the, my garage at the moment. That uh, you're hoping somebody steals no one. Campaign. <laughs> right. Yeah, <laughs> I could probably leave that unlocked. Uh, yeah. But um, no, no, I, uh, no, we do not park in the garage. It is our uh, large, large uh, closet at this point. It is. It is. Juncture. So, um, so it's locked uh, out on the street or in the driveway. Okay. And do you lock the the car the the, the door to the house that's inside the closed garage? Uh, ooh, uh, uh, I'm gonna say on public radio. Yes, uh, every <laughs> single night, 24 hours a day. Yes, 100% because PPD is listening. All right, fair enough. And maybe other people as well. Exactly. Uh, Mayor DC Ree is always a pleasure, sir. We we'll look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you for the time. All right, Andrew, thanks. 7.52 here on News Radio 92.3. If you're uh, thinking about that next vehicle, I recommend Frontier Motors. I've told you many times how much I enjoyed them, appreciate them. And what got us to buy from Frontier, honestly, uh, was just selection. They had a car we couldn't find anywhere else. We had to replace our Dodge Grand Caravan that we had bought when our son was born, you know, and he was 15. And so it was time. It was about six months away from dying, and the head gasket was going but not gone. And so we wanted to we – we're doing it smart. You go test drive to find the car you're going to buy, and then when you have to buy it, then you buy it, right? That's what we were going to do. We're going to get every last inch of value out of that Grand Caravan until we bought the— but we, we wanted to make sure the Honda Odyssey was what we wanted. Funny thing was we couldn't test drive the model year we wanted because it was not old enough to be abundant, and it was so new that you really couldn't drive them because nobody was really selling them and they weren't available. So it turned out that Frontier had one. Had been to be the color that we wanted, happened to be the model trim, all that stuff that we wanted. And so we went and drove it, not intending to buy it, just we wanted to test to make sure that when time came, we would buy that car. Well, we get done driving it, and Calvin is like, that's our sales guy. He's like, um, you want to look at a price? And I felt like I couldn't say no to that. We just drove your car. Okay, sure. Well, that's a good price. Can you come down a little bit? And he said, yeah. I said, can we think about it? He said, yeah. I called him back the next day. I'm like, it's a pretty good offer, but can you come down just a little bit? He's like, we can. I said, well, can we buy it? You know, I mean, like, it was that easy. Literally, it was that easy for us to buy a car, and just because they had one. Now, they may not have exactly what you want on the lot. I can't promise that will happen for you, but if they don't, they can go find it. But they do have 300 cars, trucks, vans, sedans, Jeeps, SUVs, all on the lot at any moment, and you can try a bunch of different stuff. So go look. You may find exactly what you need. You may be like us. It's such a smoking deal. You have to buy it before you intend to. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. A lot of love goes into a Subaru, and thanks to the 2023 Subaru Share the Love event, a lot of love comes out, too. Right now, when you purchase or lease a new Subaru, Subaru will donate $250 to your choice of four nationally recognized charities, the ASPCA, Make-A-Wish, Meals on Wheels, or the National Park Foundation. 
or choose our local charity, the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association, and Anderson Subaru will donate an extra $150 to Subaru's donation. And for every routine Subaru vehicle service visit, Anderson Subaru will donate $5 more to the Pensacola Breast Cancer Association. So far, we've donated over $140,000 to help fight breast cancer in Pensacola. Be a part of something bigger at the Subaru Share the Love event, November 16th through January 2nd. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. $250 donation for new purchase or lease. Promotion ends January 2nd. See retailer or andersonsubaru.com slash share for details. Beret has been there for my family, I feel like, through every milestone. And so when this stage of life started coming up, I just knew that Beret was the only option. I came in here nervous. I saw the ring and I was like, yep, I know that's it. That's the one for her. It's beautiful. It's just as special as she is. And it means a lot more than just will you marry me. It's just something that words can't describe. That was so cute. From all of us at Beret Jewelers, happy holidays. A better air filter on your air conditioner is nice, but it isn't enough. It takes a lot more than that to clean the air that you breathe. This is Todd with Gulf Coast Air Care. On Wednesday's Pep Talk, we'll talk about how to keep pollen, bacteria, and other pollutants out of your lungs. Remember what I always say, if you don't have a good air filter, you are one. Let's talk Wednesday morning at 9.30 on Pep Talk. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. The Pensacola Christmas Concert is back on News Radio 92.3. It's 24 hours of Christmas music from you, Pensacola. Local churches, local bands, local musicians, all right here on News Radio 92.3, all Christmas Day. We have music from the Pensacola Children's Chorus, the Pensacola Civic Band, Olive Baptist Church, the Perdido Brass, and more. And if you'd like your music to be part of the Pensacola Christmas Concert, send an email to christmas at newsradio923.com. News Radio 92.3 is Pensacola's radio home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Good morning, angels. Good, Good morning, morning, Charlie. Morning, 756 here on News Radio 923. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Jake has got traffic for us. Jake. Well, uh, looks like Highway 29 South uh, through Cantonment. It's a slow roll all the way through Inslee. Uh, I-10 eastbound in Pine Forest, really slow getting through that uh, area there. If you're traveling on West Fairfield this morning, westbound at W Street, there's a vehicle collision at that intersection, and crews are on the scene clearing that up right now. Uh, looks like Highway 98 westbound in Tiger Point, backing up at the light at Garson Point, but not too bad for this time of morning. Also, Highway 98 eastbound getting through Winhaven Beach, a little slow down from the county line up to the Waffle House. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, send a text to our traffic tip line, 437-1620, News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Pierce. Fierce battles are being reported between Israel and Hamas in southern Gaza. Witness reports say Israeli warplanes have been bombing targets across the coast of Gaza in some of the heaviest fighting since the war began. 
Four Republican candidates will be on stage tonight for the fourth GOP presidential debate that's going to happen in Tuscaloosa. It'll include, of course, Governor Ron DeSantis, uh, former South Carolina governor and U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, Chris Christie and Vivek Ramaswamy. There's a big shocker at the MLB draft lottery yesterday. The Cleveland Guardians earning the top overall selection in the 2024 draft, despite only having a 2% chance of winning the number one pick. Uh, the draft itself happens in July. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 758 here on News Radio 923, as we've been talking about uh, periodically all morning. Now is the anniversary. Now is the anniversary four years ago of the attack on NES Pensacola. Chip Simmons at the time. Well, I can tell you we have a precinct nearby. Uh, we got the call, as, as Sheriff Morgan mentioned, uh, about nine minutes before uh, seven o'clock, and we had officers here within just a couple of minutes. They quickly went to the location, as the captain said, uh, the building in which the, the active shooter was, um, and it, it, it covered a couple different floors. This is a, a rather large building. Uh, the deputies and those assisting agencies from the Pensacola Police Department FHP, FDLE, and, and all that you see around here uh, all worked in conjunction to neutralize the threat, and that's why there was not more uh, loss of life. And they did, and they worked very effectively together. And as he had elsewhere said, um, you know, when he went in after it was kind of over but was there, stepping over glass and bodies at the scene to make sure nobody else was in danger. Dependable traffic on the fives, weekdays on News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.